Welcome to Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast. I wanna set Hey, it's JD here, back for another week. Waxing nostalgic and sometimes philosophical about our favorite band, seminal indie rock band, Pavement. Week over week, we listen to a track and we set it up in the biology lab, try to dissect it, see what makes it tick with the hope of better understanding our guys and maybe giving me the chance to one day meet Malcolmus. So there's that. How's everybody doing this week? Another quarantine pad situation. And uh, I'm absolutely with you. (laughs) Uh, It's boring and it's jarring. But uh, I think it's working. So the curve is flattening. A lot of ings sounds there. So there's that. This week, we are flipping the side, uh, the first disc in this two-disc set, this three-sided opus, Wowie Zowie. And we're going to listen to Motion Suggests Itself. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking about that with you. But before we do that, I've got a couple emails that we, that I want to get to and, um, and some housekeeping. So the first thing is, um, tomorrow, which is Friday, May 1st, uh, at 3 PM Eastern daylight time, that's Toronto or New York time. Um, we're going to be getting together on SciTube, which is C Y T U dot B E. And then once you're there, you can search for Meeting Malcolmus. And we're there. Uh, we're going to watch some videos and we're going to um, watch a live concert as well. There's like a live chat so we can all hang out and, I don't know, get stoned or whatever. <laughs> what, do, what do people do when they listen to live music, right? This morning, I'm just uh, sipping on coffee and it, it's tasting delightful. I've got to tell you, uh, I've been getting up real early during this quarantine going to bed real early too, like a fucking lame It's so strange. I just, I've got this new sort of catchphrase where it's just like, yeah, I want tomorrow to be here. And that's when I go to bed. <laughs> so there's that. Um, yeah. So join us on, uh, at this, uh, the, this hoot nanny. It should be a good time. We've had, I don't know, the, the biggest one we've had, we've had maybe 12 people out too. Um, the last one we did, there was three of us, (laughs) so hopefully there's more this time. It's a lot of fun and, uh, we can, uh, make shit happen. You know what I'm saying? Next week on the pod on Monday, you're going to want to check your pod feed on Monday because I have a real special episode. Um, I am sharing the bonus feed with everyone. The bonus feed this coming Monday is my interview with Steve West and uh, there's going to be a little contest that goes along with it. Uh, Westy has been so kind as to craft a trivia question for me and provide a couple prizes for you, the listener. You will have a chance to win a, um, a vinyl of his late a vinyl and a download of his latest project, which is the Unmastered Masters. The record is called Western Summers. So it's uh, Unmastered Masters, Western Summers. A little heavier than we're used to from Westy, but it sounds great. Uh, he does vocals and drums. 
doing his best Mick Fleetwood, I suppose. Anyway, that's coming on Monday, and that is typically in the bonus feed, but everybody's going to get their hands on this one. Uh, I'm going to just spin it out for everybody just to give you a taste of what you get in the bonus feed. You get the B-sides, and then you get interviews with um, anybody that I managed to sit down with from the band or you know outside of the band even. We'll, we'll start to do that. And it's three bucks a month and it's a, I don't know, it's a good deal. If you like the podcast, if you like me, if you want to support me a little bit, um, not a bad idea. Three bucks a month. You just click on the link on the website. Anyway, there's enough of that bullshit. So um, I got an email here and I got an email from James and James says, Hey JD, thank you for another great podcast. This was one of my favorites so far. You can tell how much Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain means to you. And it's definitely my favorite album of theirs. Something you said about pavement, not kicking on commercially after this album made me think back in May 94, a 17 year old me went to my first proper gig to see Oasis play at the old trout in Windsor. There couldn't have been much more than a few hundred there that day, but Oasis were fantastic. I remember telling my dad later that night that they were going to be the biggest rock band in the world. A few months later, they released Definitely Maybe and the following year, What's the Story? And they did indeed become massive. But the mass popularity of the band took away a little from what I felt about them. You and me know that Pavement should have become huge after Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain. But in a selfish way, I'm kind of glad they didn't. They remained my favorite band and special to me. Sure, a lot of other people feel the same as us. But to the mainstream media, Pavement stayed relatively underground. 25 years on, and I love Pavement as much as ever, and I can't help thinking about the lack of mainstream success that might have helped a bit. Who knows? Anyway, it's good to have you back, and I hope the break from the pod helped you. Cheers, James. P.S. I hope the Stuffed Up the Crack CD has worked out okay. It's been a few years since I played it. James, the Stuffed Up the Crack CD was fucking brilliant. Um, You're brilliant. I love this comment. I think you're probably bang on. Uh, although I think even had they become famous, we'd just be the the biggest fans that there were, you know? And I say famous. Uh, I mean, you know, like giant famous. Um, but there's no, uh, who cares, right? Like, I mean, ultimately, who cares uh, the, the status? They were able to have a nice career and um, they're still able to tour and we love them and they feel that love. They truly do. You know, talking to Bob, he's just so gracious about the way the fans are and how they feel about him and the band. Um, they're just real wonderful guys from, you know, I've talked to three fifths of them now and, uh, they're, they're just real fucking great guys. So there's that. Thanks, James. Uh, I've also got an email here from, uh, David. And David says, and he starts off with a swear. Hey, JD, I fucking love your podcast, my Canuck friend. And I've been listening religiously for almost a year now. Since you're coming up on We Dance, I thought I'd refer you to the glowing review I wrote on iTunes last April in a playful rewriting rewriting of the beautiful and weird little opener to Wowie Zowie as Poster Boy on April 6, 2019. I did see that. That was great. Uh, that was when we did the contest that you had to um, write a review using only pavement lyrics. And uh, several of you did a real great job with that. Thank you so much. Reviews, I don't know. Uh, it's the same thing as we were talking about with James's um, thing. It helps you become like more famous in the iTunes world. So reviews are good, but uh, I don't 
I don't care. <laughs> so I, I cared when I started this, but I, I don't care now. Uh, we've, we've got our little core group of followers and we're having fun here. Um, but nevertheless, uh, David, I, I really do appreciate that you did that for me last year. And, um, yeah, it was funny. I was lucky enough to see pavement twice, once at the Warfield in San Francisco in 97, ridiculous and glorious, and then again at the Fillmore, oh man, in 99, where they blew my tiny little mind, tossing in a CCR cover in the first encore, Sinister Purpose. I've seen SM and the Jick several times since. Like you, much of my life has been in the clustered tones and slanted poetry of Mr. Malcolmus. Listening to your show is like chatting about my life with a friend, and I thank you for that. I listened to Pavement and SM throughout college and grad school and became a literature professor. So if you ever want some hot takes on Malk's lyricism, poetry, theoretical musings on architecture and our fucked up postmodern world, I'd be happy to oblige. Feel free to read any or none of this on the pod. Stay underqualified and uncool forever. David. That's David from New York. David, if you ever want to come on the pod, just uh, shoot me another email and let me know because, yeah, that would be a lot of fun to to talk to somebody who like knows things <laughs> anyway thanks for all the emails there's more to come for sure let's uh get this show on the road though and i'll talk to you on the other side of motion suggests itself on meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast Let me
from Raygun Magazine in 95, Motion Suggests Itself, a song about liberation, the lonely freedom of old age, a self-centered relationship with no strings attached, or lessons learned after years of trying to live up to Frank Capra's sagging dictums. That comes to us courtesy of Michael and um, call him, we call him Moik, and uh, it came from an old pavement mailing list back in the day, and he was cool enough to send that to us. So we've got some insight from Malcolmus himself as to what this song was about. I think it's uh, a red herring. I'm not sure that there's much in there myself. I think personally, this is the first side of the second record or the first side, the the second side of the first record. And I think it's a real curveball. I think we're changing gears here, especially when you consider the end of the first side ended with Serpentine Pad. You flip over that disc and then you get this real sort of carnival vibe off the top, you know, and then you get that, um, Gosh, I forget what that instrument is called that you sort of rake down. Um, you have a stick and it's got it's a grooved type thing and you you know you play it downward and uh, you get that kicking in and then the song itself kicks in and it's laid back. It's um, a real laid back number and uh, it's not a song that would fit on Crooked. It's not a song that would fit on Slanted. Maybe maybe it's part of the watery sessions. Maybe. But I don't think it's, hmm, I hate to say this, I hope this isn't your favorite song, but I don't think it's quite got the the snuff to make the watery sessions. Those songs are all so goddamn good. And that's where we're in the thick of that on the bonus feed. The, so I'm, I've got that on the brain right now. We're doing Greenlander in a week and boy, oh boy. But let's start at the start. Let's start with the title. Motion suggests itself. Um, you're personifying the word motion by you know by giving giving it um the ability to sort of uh think and and be called itself rather than just sort of a thing and um that makes me think of that instrument that i can't think the name of like that you know i think of perpetual motion and i think of the sound of the machine you know like that and then you know um in terms of Oh, there's my, uh, sorry, I'm just going to turn this off right now. You're hearing this. This is the second time this has happened on one of these podcasts. But basically every morning I have Alexa set to play Where Is My Mind at 8 o'clock. And that reminds me to take my um, my pharmaceuticals because uh, they are of the uh, mental illness variety. And uh, they're my brain drugs. So hold on, let me just shut this off. Alexa, stop. I already took them. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, I will tell you that um, in terms of the lyrics, you get, I traced my family line. It ends up where the window passing grainy days, forgetting she's away. Uh, he's the straight and narrow, bought my wheelbarrow and filled it with lies and the dirt of and hurt. And I won't need someone to let me be. I won't need someone to let me be. So there's, you know, there's a familial sort of vibe in this song, I feel, right? There's somebody trying to find themselves and finding themselves. Sometimes you do that through your family tree. You do that, um, 
you, you try and figure out who your mother is and who your father is to get a better sense of who you are. And in this case, I don't know whether the, um, the, the person that he's referring to in the first stanza, she's away as the mother and he's in the second stanza is, is, um, is the father, you know, and then, but I don't need someone to let me, to let me be me. I I, I don't know. Anybody got a line on this? <laughs> Send me an email, JD at meetingmalchemist.com. I think it's a good song. I think that this is a, a popcorn moment though for this record. Uh, I think, you know, when you, when you, when you consider the magnitude and the radiance of some of the songs on this, on this record. And, um, you know, this is a three minute and 15 second song. So it's a standard length song, but it's not a single. It's certainly not a single. It's, um, it's just sort of here, you know, it's, uh, it's filling some space and, and that's not to say I don't like it. I just don't love it. It's fine but I don't know that I would start the side of a record with it. So that would be something that I would want to talk to if I ever do talk to Steven or, you know, when I talk to Scott, what that debate was like, I posted something on Twitter a week ago that showed um, somebody put, put it in my direction and I retweeted it and it shows the sequencing of Wowie Zowie and, you know, some of the, it's a letter from Steven to whomever, at the studio was sequencing the record and it's sort of breaking it down as to how they should, you know, do it. So there are a lot of thought that went into this and, um, unless I'm wrong, is this not the, is this, I don't have this on vinyl. Is this not the first track on the second side? I think it is I'm pretty sure it is, but, uh, let me know, let me know what you think. Uh, I'm very curious. This is, um, a, a record that is, it's, it's the first record really that is truly divisive amongst pavement fans. Uh, there are so many people that say this is their, you know, their master work and other people say, no, you know, I like slanted and they, and they stopped. And there's, there's other people that say they, they're no good after the EPs. I think everybody's wrong. I think the whole body of work is great. Uh, I, I truly think the whole body of work is great. It's different. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about that journey and it's about how did they get different and how do they make these choices? And when we can discern that, I'd like to point that out. It's tough though. Uh, I wasn't there, you know, I'm not there until 99. So it's tough. Sometimes I need to lean on you and, uh, I do that. Anyway, that's it for this week. I'm not going to play a live cut. I've went a little long. Um, maybe I haven't, it's, it's standard. I'm going to throw that episode up on the bonus feed though. The me and Steve West, but everybody gets access to it. So watch your podcast, uh, feed next week. If you're not subscribed already, subscribe, um, to the podcast. So you get that in your feed. So you don't have to like, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, uh, do you like manually get it every week? I don't even understand how that works. I don't, I don't know, but, um, do that. Also subscribe to the bonus feed if you want. And I'll shut up about this bonus feed bullshit. Uh, after, yeah, well, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I won't. It's making me a rich man. You see, <laughs> anyway, be well, stay safe and, uh, wash your goddamn hands. Talk to you soon. Bye. Meeting Malcolm's a pavement podcast is a weekly affair. Connect with JD at JD at
at meetingmalchemist.com. Please support the pod by rating, reviewing, or sponsoring us at meetingmalchemist.com. And hey, I'm social. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at meetingmalchemist.